on last week's Irrevelations. The Spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, of counsel and of might, of knowledge and fear of the Lord. The nursing child shall play by the cobra's hole. And chapter 12, which is just a praise song, like, yeah, you were mad at me, but now you're not, thank you. Their children will also be dashed to pieces before their eyes, their houses will be plundered, and their wives ravished. Isaiah, say that all the women got raped. Why? Just say it. Before we turn to the word, I would like to say that I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed and I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer. Lord, speak to me. Uh, so I saw a fun little video on the internet today. It's a TikTok. Not that I was on TikTok. I'm not a fucking pedophile. Uh-huh. I was on Twitter, and someone shared the TikTok video there, just so we're clear. I'm All on right? TikTok. Yeah, well... I'm not disagreeing with you, but I am on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on, I'm on Twitter. I see this video posted, and it's from the Freedom Truckers Rally or whatever. If you're not familiar, there's I'm not truckers that go back and forth between America and Canada, right, delivering shit. Uh-huh. Not that I can imagine we would want anything from those fucking northern hillbillies, but the term is Canuckers. Yeah, so. They go back and forth, right? And both countries reasonably have instated laws that you can't enter the country if you're unvaccinated. I don't know why you would want that as a rule, right? Why you would want it as a rule that you can't enter the country unvaccinated? Yeah. I like people. I like typhoid Mary types. You know, I want people with. Yeah, I kind of want to. I want to flatten the curve by just getting all the vulnerable and elderly dead. Yeah. As soon as possible. Yeah, and I it's liked probably better it. better for future elections. I liked it when the Mormons went to proselytize and cure body and introduce COVID for the first time after years of it not having shown up there. I thought that I was great. I love that. That's great, yeah. yes. So, regardless, there's the law, right? If you're going between the U.S. and Canada, you got to be vaccinated, which, of course, there is a significant portion of the trucker population that's not interested in getting vaccinated, which, fine by me. Yeah, why would they? But just stay in your... Well, here's the thing. I don't care. Because they work from home, right? If you don't want to get it, I don't give a shit. You drive your truck around, whatever. Mm-hmm. doesn't affect me, really. Just crop dusting subways and truck stop yeah. bathrooms. I don't go in those places anyway, so that's fine. But you, when there's a, a law between two countries that they want you to be vaccinated to come in, that makes perfect sense. If you want to be a trucker and not get vaccinated, stay in your own fucking country. It's that easy. You know? Right. It's not asking a lot. Anyways, they're, of course, having these, like, rallies to protest it. Um, the Freedom Truckers or whatever they're called. They're oh, driving God. around, making a big stink. And so there's some footage of one of their rallies in, like, Ottawa or some... I don't know. They're all the same to me, fucking Canadian right. cities. But they're there, and they are dressed <laughs> in 
what we here in America would call Native American, but in, in Canada, I believe they call First Peoples regalia. Uh, regalia. Dancing, playing drums, white, the whitest bitch you've ever seen in your life wearing this full on. I'm like, we're talking Elizabeth Warren white, right? Okay. Uh, just <laughs> dancing right. and playing drums and wearing this like fake ass powwow bullshit, you know, like uh, white people ass powwow. Did, did, and, did they give an interview on why they thought that was? I'm not going to say appropriate because who gives a shit. But I'm just yeah, like yeah. I, I, I'm struggling to understand the mental connection. Do they? Because Canada, famous for its horrific treatment to this day of the natives, of the indigenous people and the natives. Yeah. The fact that they would then appropriate them and be like, hey, you know the way that I and people like me are fucking over the natives? That's like how the government, which is made up of people like me, are now fucking off me. Yeah, I just found an article. That's what it seemed like. (laughs) I just found an article saying that that it's a a mislabeled uh, video. It's fake. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah. You couldn't figure that out five seconds before you started going, are we, are we, are we? Well, because... Well, because you said that you wanted to talk about it, I didn't like do any more research. But then you were asking me, like, "Well, why were they doing it?" I'm like, "Well, I should probably look that up." And then, yeah, sure enough, they weren't. One of us is a journalist. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm a social a media manager. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, so what? Which, what is the story? Uh, they were. That's from. Uh, it's from 2019. I have no. I don't know who Evan. Cham Chamakis is. It's about Evan Chamakis. Let's see. I'll, I'll web search that because this is getting good now. All right. Well, wow. You guys are on a journey. This is you're you're getting a real look in behind the curtain. Look, you said that you wanted to talk about this second. I, I you well you proposed it as if a bunch of I was so confused by it, so I wanted to know more details. Yeah. I said look it up before we start talking about it. You didn't it. say look it up. Oh God. Do you know what? I don't care. I think it's I think it's <laughs> awesome anyway. We're just, we're just gonna. So we saw a white woman drubbing wearing uh, first people's regalia. Yeah, but it's from 2018 or 2019 when it was fine to do that. Right. Yeah. When it was yeah. cool. Yeah. So we don't know. This was when, before we found all those Catholic bodies. I mean, so. they elected Justin Trudeau, so clearly they're fine with like. Cultural appropriation and blackface <laughs> or Indian face, whatever. Yeah, he was doing. I guess you know what it probably was is they were they were pretending to be Indians. Yeah, because Trudeau dressed as an actual Indian an from actual India, Indian. and yeah. they don't know the difference. That's where I'm going to go with it. That's my. I like cannon. it. Well, that's not what we were wanted to talk about anyway. So we really yeah, speaking to talk of shoddy about. fucking journalism, Grant. Yeah, let's talk about our anti work. Hey, did I own it? Did I correct myself on on live? I think that's what I'm most angry podcast. about. Is that we should just when we're when we're wrong we should just commit just double down shit. triple just down push it out yeah who gives a fuck what are we You're Spotify right. yeah well I'm gonna Tom Brady it I'll just retire are we, right are we now Neil Young you know this- I'm not here to stand against <laughs> again hey podcasters got to stick together Joe Rogan's one of us all right <laughs> solidarity what if Neil Young demands us to be taken off Spotify you know um, we could be next. We could be next. So, yeah, we got to stand strong. We got to stand strong before they strip our rights away. Yeah. I, if, if I, I, you know, when they took away Joe Rogan, I did not speak up because I wasn't Joe Rogan. They came <laughs> for the mentally disabled, and I said nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what was the, what was, so 
Joe Rogan, the real thing, not, not to get into another tangent, but Joe Rogan, the big thing was that he had on Jordan Peterson. Well, it's more, I think the problem, yes, so Jordan Peterson that was the is, is an idiot. No, I don't think yeah. it was. It's been that, that he's been having a lot of like, uh, and maybe it was when Peterson was on, but he's just been doing a lot of uh, dis- misinformation about vaccines and shit. I, 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 I think, I mean, when you go on the Rogan subreddit, I mean, who knows? Yeah. It's hard to imagine anyone still liking Joe Rogan, like yeah. as if they're like, "Oh, I got to hear what his next take is," because it it has become so much of the same thing, and it has become so much of Joe Rogan acting as if he's an expert because a bunch of dumbasses keep coming on the show and are convincing him of shit that he's not fact checking. And then yeah. in the rare occurrences where actual people who know what the fuck they're talking about will show up on the he'll take that stuff just gobble it up like, "Oh, you're saying that hand washing is a pointless like because yeah. you know, vending machines like, all right, okay." And then and he'll then, needlessly argue with someone that makes sense. Yeah, some guys like, "Well, no, you want to reduce transmission rates well, over time." Be like, "Aren't masks gay?" And be like, "Well, right, did you yeah. see the did you see the video where he did have someone that was like a common sense type guy on and yeah. was like, "Oh yeah, Joe's like uh, the vaccine is causing this like weird side effect." And the guy yeah, it like, was it was it was uh he was saying that it caused like cardiac inflammation. Yeah, something to do with the heart. Yeah, yeah, for kids. And the guy's like, "Well, yeah, but COVID causes it at like four times that rate." that the vaccine has been shown to cause it. So if you want to play the odds, you still <laughs> want the kids to get vaccinated. And Grogan was like, that's not true. And then they're, they look it up, and of course it's true. Um, so, yeah, but- it's it's weird. I mean, and I, you know, he's beholden to his listeners, right? Uh, he's an independent media. I Well, not independent anymore. He's on Spotify. Yeah. And has a huge a deal with them. But, yeah, I mean, if he started, here's the thing. If he starts saying anti-vaccine shit, he's done. Or sorry, pro-vaccine shit. Because no one that... It's not like... That's his audience, right? That's what he's cultivated. His audience is idiots. So he's like Alex Jones. Different kind of idiots. Different kind of idiots. We have way less idiots, so I feel less bad when we spread information about first people's dancing. But the point being that like, if if he stopped doing this bullshit, like his audience would dry up. So I don't know, man. Get that bag. He's like Get AIDS, paid. and we're kind of like herpes. We're both bad, but yeah, but we're not killing we, anyone. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, we're, we're, we're less. Uns- we're less. Don't ho- look- we're less homophobic. <laughs> yeah, you'll just get stared at if you're listening to us in public, kind of like herpes on your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, the thing I saw that like so. Yeah, I knew that there was just a consistent trend. That's sort of been the zeitgeist around him. I don't know if zeitgeist is the right word, but aura sure. is like, what is he doing? Why does he keep bringing on people who are clearly? Don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And Joe Rogan used to be able to hide behind the like, well, I'm not a scientist. I don't know. I'm just letting people talk. I'm not here to judge and curate and choose which or that or whatever. I just let yeah. people come on, you know. And there was, and, I mean, there was points where I liked to show. Like, there was interesting people on there, right? Um, I, I never listened to it, really. Yeah, like, he would have, like, he always had the, like, uh, the bow hunter guy on that, like, and we'll talk about hunting elk in the mountains and shit. Like, that was cool. The Bernie episode was good. Like, he's had some interesting characters on. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a it's a bit of a shotgun effect, I guess. I don't know. I Whatever. Yeah. That's not the point of this conversation. It's the not. point I was just trying to say is that, like, he used to have – he used to hide behind that. And now it's gone beyond that where I'm pretty sure he's two years from, like, full-blown Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Like, well, I mean, like they're already buddies. Gonna, 
Yeah, something's going to push him where you're going to just see him on a street corner yelling about how the CIA is implanting chips in the fucking vaccines and you yeah. got to get CRT out of school. And you know, like it's it's going to it's it's heading that way, obviously. It's true. Oh, that's one of the things that he also said on the Jordan Peterson episode that pissed everyone off. He was like uh, saying that like being black wasn't real. Um, Who? Peterson? Like, what is, or, I didn't no, see it. They were like agreeing, but they're like, yeah. what even is color? Like, why are we even talking about it? Right. When like white people <laughs> invented colorism. So it's like. I don't know well, if white people invented racism, no, like, quite but white literally did it best. Yeah. White, I can. I was reading up on it. There was a guy, like a, Span, a Spanish or French guy, in like the 18th, 19th century, that like invented mm. like, okay, here's what the different colors mean, and here's like their different IQ potentials and these different colors. Like yeah. he invented modern racism, basically. Certainly, certainly, people run with it, you know. Yeah. And, e- and even within our lifespan. You know, you still and I and to this day I still hear people being like, "Oh, well, it's their culture," you know, and and try hiring a black guy. Remember, um, funnily enough, um, just speaking of people who have mastered racism, uh, I think it's Watson of Watson and Crick, the guys that won the Nobel Prize for defining the structure of DNA. Okay, uh, which is defining the structure of DNA was primarily, if I'm not mistaken. A Nobel Prize. Their main focus is chemistry. Okay. Their main focus was understanding the chemical bonds and and that, that held the DNA together. Like, or okay, what is all this fucking phosphorus doing in there? You know, like we understand yeah. that carbon has a role, but what is it? You know, what what are the nucleotides, etc. Not necessarily evolutionary biologists, or not yeah. necessarily uh, not macro. In- they're very micro. They're very niche yeah, yeah. micro. Not- experts in like genealogy yeah you know just because they know what dna looks like doesn't necessarily mean they understand like evolutionary biology sure sure uh, but anyway but he has basically even though he's a nobel prize winner and should be a sort of a big deal science is basically i think he might be dead even but science before his death if he is dead had basically just pushed him out because it turns out he's a racist piece of shit okay and nice. one of his most famous quotes was like they were like talking to him about it and he's like well you know of course yeah i mean you know it, you know think about like uh i mean yeah of course of course there's he basically was like of course if you separate human beings by mass stretches of geography and huge sections of time, humans, like every other fucking living thing on the planet, will differentiate yeah. over time. You know, if you have birds on one island and you have birds on another island, they will differentiate. They will become different. Whites and blacks are different. And if you've ever hired a black person, you'll know what I'm talking about. Oh, and no. was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, you could kind of tell where that was going to begin with. Yeah, you knew, you knew where he was heading. Like, why are we talking about this, you know? Yeah. Are, are you going to talk about nose size over time? Yeah, you know? like, Jesus. I'm talking about index finger ratio versus middle finger. Like, no, no, we knew where you were headed. Yeah. Uh, Watson. Which Jesus one? I don't Christ. even know. I think it, I think it's Watson. I feel like it's Watson. If your name's Watson, you're racist as shit. I'm saying. Yeah, I, I hope not it's a... not Crick, but I can't remember. Like, like Same Crick's guy. the bad guy, and Watson's just like, why? <laughs> uh, uh, you know, but I think um, it was Holmes. Um, Holmes. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, okay, so that's the shitty. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so Jordan Peterson was talking about like. Uh, who, again, speaking speaking about shit, they have no fucking clue. Yeah, like Jordan, and just being Peterson, like, "What? I'm just asking questions." 
Yeah, yeah, Jordan Peterson being like, that's the thing about climate models. It's like, <laughs> it's like they're trying, like, climate means everything. And Jordan's like, uh huh, uh huh. Joe Rogan's like, yeah, obviously, yeah. Like, what is even, what even is a cloud? You know, <laughs> like, you yeah, know like, dude, I saw that. That video is insane. How stupid it is. Yeah, like, I, I first of all, I never, I didn't know what Jordan Peterson was. I, I think in his heyday, he's one of the people who, I think, like Ben Shapiro and Miley Annapolis who were sort of low-key awful in the yeah. run-up to Trump, like 2015, yeah. that time. They were sort of just, their views were shitty. But what launched them into stardom was the opposition. It was all yes. these fucking idiots coming out of the woodwork trying to debate them, the, you yeah. know, and, and argue with them, being like, I want to be in the Boy Scouts, but I'm a trans lady. And it's like, well, they're, you know, like... Like, you're ridiculous. Like, no, I'm not ridiculous. You're ridiculous. It'd be like, see, I crushed uh, a radical feminist crushed by Ben Shapiro, by facts and logic, all that bullshit before I come. Yeah, yeah. So, Peterson, I thought he sucked. Whenever I heard him talk, I just thought he fucking sucked. But Like normal sucking. But when you see him juxtapose against that lady journalist that famously was like, so you're saying women are stupid? He's like, I'm not saying women are stupid. I'm just saying that they typically prioritize family over career, which can help explain the gender wage gap. And the, and the journalist is like, so you're saying women just have no business being in a professional setting? He's yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. stupid bitch. So that's not even Jordan Peterson really making any level of sense or backing up his claims or, or necessarily being – or maybe misrepresenting or exaggerating certain portions of part of statistical anomalies and things like that. Yeah. It's, just, it's just him beating up an idiot and pretending he's Einstein, but – him going on there trying to be like, well, you know, the, the, the climate models, they, they're, they're saying they know everything, but, I mean, how could a model consist of everything? It's like, hey, dumbass, aren't you, don't you do statistical behavioral stuff? Like, your whole argument is like, but black people work 20% less hard than white people. I don't, you know, who knows? It's like, yeah, you're, it's like, you're taking everything and then breaking it down to simple variables. Well, and, and the crazy part is he's, he's deliberately playing dumb, right? Like, he knows yeah. that his audience isn't going to give any rigor to these fucking things that he's saying. Um, it makes it easy to just be a shit. I don't know. It, it, it's, well, I mean, again, you and I, fuck. We're geniuses. Man, yeah, we're, we're the best, of course. But yeah, I try to be like, be like, so it, it's easiest to say, be like, climate is everything and the models don't have everything. So obviously climate change is fake. Yeah. As opposed to like, well, we can definitely measure the percentage increase in CO2 and we can. Yeah, there, there are many to, things that we can, like, it's, it's, it's just being I don't know who's fucking paying him, but Yeah. Uh, it's it's it, it has to be something like that. I don't know. But I hate him. Yeah, so if if Spotify wants to remove all the idiots off of their platform, I mean a lot of people are going with Joe Rogan, probably us included, but I, I say good riddance. Oh yeah, we're definitely gone. Yeah, fuck us. If uh if there's any sort of like a standard that you have to be <laughs> over. That's true. That's true. We can't possibly make the cut. I don't even I don't, know who would. I don't probably know. Probably uh, last podcast on the left would make it. And, yeah. Uh, and, and there's probably a bunch of lesbian podcasts where they drink wine and finger each other and like, talk about the Tao. Yeah. I think you've correctly Man, that characterized. Podca- we need to create a podcast network like the last of us. And it's all just smart lesbians with PhDs yeah. fingering each other, drinking wine, and talking about like stock market trends. I I don't know if that exists, but yeah, we're getting taken would, off Spotify. I would listen to that <laughs> shit in a heartbeat. Why? 
just squelch, 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 glug, glug, glug. Here's what I think about the, uh, you know, uh, instability in the Chinese markets and how it might affect, you know, NFT sales. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's my fucking jam. Neat. (laughs) 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 And every episode is brought to you by nail clippers and, uh, you know, hair dye. I don't know. Nice. I'm their ally. I don't. I know this seems bigoted, but I'm all about it. I yeah, you're it. clearly an ally. Um, uh, speaking yeah. of speaking of allies, we, this is going to be a long, cold opening. So this episode is just... brought to you by Subaru. Um, <laughs> oh, do lesbians talk about smoke cigars. Work? I feel like lesbians smoking cigars makes sense, but I feel like they don't do that. Only butch ones. Oh, right. I feel like I feel like I don't know. I mean, maybe they're human beings like you and me, and they have variable interests. But I think that they should. Yeah. You think they should be allowed to? No, I think they just should smoke cigars. They like should every smoke single cigars. one. Mouth like cancer? Should, like, it should just be one of those things that lesbians do. Don't they already probably have a really high incident of mouth cancer? Do they really need another <laughs> way to get it? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, you mean like... Um, From going down, on, going down on people gives you yeah, mouth Michael cancer. Yeah, Michael Douglas. That's how he yeah. got mouth cancer. Yeah. You gotta watch out. Mm. I don't think lesbians... I don't think there's ever been a situation. I don't. Can lesbians transfer HPV to each other? Of Absolutely, they have to be able to, right? I don't Do know if they because I know they don't. They don't. I don't think there's ever been a successful female to female transfer of HIV. Although HIV and well, HIV that's true. That requires something different than yeah, yeah. How much? Uh, there's evidence in the fact that HPV positive oropharyngeal cancers about is more than three times more common in lesbian and bisexual women than in heterosexual women. Oh, well. So, yeah, I was right. And you want them to smoke cigars and get it more. I just think that it makes sense. Okay. Well, fair enough. All right. Uh, Do we want to talk about... I'm I'm not backing it up with anything. I'm not, you know... I'm not pretending to be an expert. I'm not Jordan Peterson. I'm just saying that, that it makes sense to me. I will yeah. preface it with, I don't know. Okay. If only Jordan could do that, too. If only Jordan had the humility that I do when it comes to the Sage ratio things. of lesbian smoking cigars. <laughs> uh, I'm not okay. an expert, fellas. <laughs> but I want to be. You want to be. that was a you could class be. in school. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's, wanna- let's wrap up. Let's talk about... Our anti-work. Okay. So, do you want to fill in the, the class? Let on me... What in- yeah. For those of you who don't know, because it's it to me, it's like one of those subreddits that I think, if you're not following it, which it's hard to say you don't know anything about it, because it's a big deal. Or was, right? Yeah. So, our anti-work apparently was started by a bunch of lazy fucks who actually hate the idea of working for a living. Yeah, which is like fine. the idea, like they do not like the capitalistic idea that you have to convert your body into wealth for a capitalist society that doesn't care whether you live or die, right? Yeah, they want to go back to the good old days when you didn't have to work at all. Yeah, yeah, like the I don't know what their philosophy is. It, it, uh, I have met people that genuinely believe that, and it's kind of hard to pin down their idea. You know, it, it kind of falls into that same, you know, be like, well, look at all these empty homes. And look at all these homeless people. And you're like, well, who main, who's going to pay to maintain the home? Who's going to, you know. Me. The, yeah. I will with my like, taxes. Like, how, how do we that as a society. I agree with get, that one, though. Sure. But my point is that you can argue 
that we could build a system that uses our taxes. But at some point, someone's got to pay those taxes. You can't have a society where no one works. And yeah, then the response I mean, is, I don't well, think we, we're in we danger can of that. You know, well, we can live in a society without money, but we can't live in a society without empathy. And you're like, I don't know how that's answered. It doesn't seem like a philosophy that makes too much sense, but to be honest, I haven't thought much of it. There's certainly a gray area where we could use our taxes to help people who... Yeah. You, you, and, and there's certainly... And this is kind of where it comes into like where anti-work went. So it starts with people who don't like the idea of work. They think that it's denigrating to have a boss to be part of a capitalist society, that capitalism is evil, and the idea of converting your youth and body into income where you are paid pennies on the dollar for the uh, profit you create. Yeah, it's mostly going to executives or whatever. And that you should just walk away from it and that work itself, work itself, working for money is evil. Yeah, I think that most of them are only see see it as evil in the capitalist system, right? Like that they're not anti-work, they're anti-capitalist work. And and that kind of makes sense i get sort of that aspect of it it's not a popular opinion and i don't think it's something that's going to resonate with everybody you know the the idea that like well i should you know i should just be able to like live at home and focus on my goals and my personal dreams and on maslow's hierarchy needs i shouldn't be having to spend my time struggling for shelter and food and water somehow that should just be given to me. Yeah. So I, you know, whichever. Yeah. And so I still think point. you're slightly mischaracterizing it, but only slightly. And only I don't slightly. Pl- there's, there's something yeah. there. I don't understand it. Yeah. I'll be honest. I'm not Jordan Peterson. And I think uh, most of these people are like stuck in like awful jobs for one reason or the other, probably. Like, obviously they're not in fulfilling jobs or they wouldn't have these opinions. And a lot of people, I mean, that's the nature of capital. Anyways, it's not a big deal. Whatever. But the point is that's kind of how it started. Is yeah. people who believe that. That's who created the subreddit. That was their belief system. Yes. Sort of, I think, without their guidance, it seems, the subreddit morphed into really a conversation about workers' rights and a celebration of the worker class struggle over, I think they're called the proletariat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the term is. You know, but like, hey, my boss is telling me that I got to work weekends, and I told him I don't work weekends, and he said, fuck you. And I said, no, man, fuck you, and I quit. And everyone's like, yeah, good for you. Yeah, You're not going to be unnecessarily downtrodden. But essentially, anti-work became more conversation of, I want to work, but I'm not going to let myself be exploited. Yeah. I understand I'm converting my body for income. But which is a more got, understandable and I think empathetic cause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand I'm converting my body for income, but that income needs to be enough that I can have a living wage. And even though I'm converting my body for income, that doesn't mean I'm going to sacrifice my dignity or let the you know let you fucking talk to me like that. You're my fucking dad, Robert. Yeah, you know? let the Karen come in and spit on me in my at my office. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. like so. So our anti work became like, hey, here's a woman yelling at a Wendy's employee, and the Wendy's employee throws a milkshake in her face, and we're like, yeah, good for that Wendy's employee. Eat shit. <laughs> we don't. You don't fucking. Oh, I, I've been waiting in this drive through for thirty minutes. So go somewhere else, shithead. Like, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're not, you're, you know, I don't owe you shit. And that, and so that really resonated with people and it was growing like wildfire. And I think 
I think it was last week, maybe two weeks ago, was when it really had its crescendo. And that I think that's important of why it was kind of chopped down. Yeah. Was you had those it was it the Rada? The there was a hospital that had eight nurses, se- or seven or eight nurses from their critical care unit. Okay. They quit to move to another hospital for more money. That's right. Yeah, yeah. They gave them a month's notice and said, Hey, if you are willing to match their offer, we'll stay. And the hospital said, Fuck you. We're not gonna pay you which I'm assuming combined. It probably was less than a hundred thousand a year. Yeah, just I'm sure. guessing. Like, yeah, let, let's make a guess. I don't know, but seven people—the kind of average pay raise when you move from position to position. You know, let's let's say it was an extra ten k. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, but yeah, not enough to bankrupt a company. But the company, instead of just paying people what they're worth and understanding the free market value of labor, decided that they were going to take that month's notice, not pay them extra, not meet their matches, and not replace them. Instead, they went and sued the other hospital in court, claiming that they were gutting their ICU and leaving patients in the cold, and basically trying to frame it as if the hospital, that the other hospital that was paying these nurses what they're worth, was instead sacrificing the lives of the patients from the old hospital. Yeah. So you basically have this lawsuit stating that can a hospital make people work for less money and basically kind of as a health crisis, air quotes. Yeah, a health crisis. But essentially the whole point is that across the nation, people are just saying, fuck you. The great resignation are saying, fuck you to your boss. This guy's going to pay me more. I know my value. I'm leaving. If you're unwilling to pay me what I'm worth, eat shit. And for whatever reason, the companies are just like, no, you'll come back. And the conversation that they're having is like, well, what if we take away their health care? <laughs> what if we, uh, what if we, uh, what if we like, I'm, instead of paying people what they're worth, I'm going to spend even more money to lobby Congress to slash unemployment benefits yeah, or to take away that. So it's obviously a fucky thing. And this hospital situation, this lawsuit was a major firebrand for the movement and capitalizing on that Fox news decided to interview one of the fucking Goat head mobs. Yeah, they're not. They don't go and interview a nurse who's having to deal with this. They don't go and interview some, you know, someone who uh, would actually make like a, obviously a lot of good points and be yeah. a better face for the problem. They right. go find the person that lives in their basement, etc. Yeah, they go find the mods, which were based on the original philosophy that work is gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not not the the new sort of newer what it, what it's come to mean. Yeah. So they interview. So Fox News interviews. Did you see the interview? I saw clippets, but it I was saw, so cringe. I, I, I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't I watch it. I, I watched a little bit, but I was not really having it. I'm but with you. they're like, but just the worst. Like they they interview this chick. She's first of all, she's ugly. Which who's not? It's not awful. Yeah, you know. But I mean, just like if you're gonna if you're gonna do a video of it and you're already ugly, then you could at the very least wash your hair, maybe not wear a hoodie, clean your room that's in the back room. You look like shit already. You don't yeah. have to make your like the things that are within. You, you can't change your face. I, I saw a lot of theories online that like it was an op. Probably, like, you know. Yeah. Like so, we this, found this. We we found this woman who's a part time dog walker who obviously has no fucking money. How much yeah. money would Fox News be able to do? Like, here's thirty dollars to just look like shit. Yeah, know? we like, want you to. We want you to 
make the whole movement seem stupid. Yeah. yeah. Which I, I could totally see it. But yeah, she's like, well, work is degrading. And yeah, I'm a part-time dog walker, but I'm really trying to become a philosophy teacher. And it's just like, dude, you are the yeah, worst. Not good. And then it comes out what? She like is a serial sexual assaulter. Like not quite a rapist. Yeah. The- so that's when it gets really fun is yeah. that the person they chose not only is like just a bad face for the fucking the whole situation, but has a horrifying history. It's a, so she's a trans woman, and oh yeah, how did I miss that? I mean, because uh, I was in threads where people just shit. I guess post, they're I guess they're I guess they're better people than I. In the Facebook post I sh- that I showed you, oh, I she talks about that. how when her roommate or whatever would fall asleep, she would take her roommate's hand and like put it on her penis. Oh. I, yeah. I saw her saying she put it on her junk, no, but no. I didn't know that meant penis. I thought that yeah. meant just like on her penis, and then would like jerk off in the corner oh, while she was sleeping. God, yeah. I just thought it was a normal like <laughs> no. lesbian rapist. Oh, no. that's so much worse. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. All right. I mean, I don't know if it's worse. I don't know if I. I, I, I you know, well, penis is a revolting. I don't so. want to be transphobic on that. I don't. I don't know. Is it worse? Hard. It to is say. literally worse. But I think penises are gross. Penises so. are worse. Yeah, penises are worse. Penises are far more rapey. Generally. I assumed it was uh, Lena Dunham equivalent, like when yeah, she was yeah, blessing yeah. her own sister. I didn't think it was like... I'm know. 99% certain on this. This could be more fake news. Who knows? But It could be. I don't remember. I don't pretty remember sure her that's what it is. She's ugly. I know that. Well, now you're being transphobic. Well, hey, there's a lot of hot <laughs> trannies. Don't put that on me. I, you know. I don't think you could say that word. They're, they're fucking, some of them are fucking sexy. I would say probably more so. If we're talking about the percentage of, well, I guess I don't know. I don't know. I was going to say that if you say, if, you, if, you're, if, you're, if you're a spectrum of normal women, and I don't, oh shit, cis women. Cis women. I'm going to trip up. Jesus I'm going to trip up big, you know. <laughs> if, you're, if you're saying, if it's a spectrum of cis women, and you're talking about how many are plus or minus above, you know, average, right? Yeah. Versus how many? There's a much smaller proportion of the population that is a trans woman, yeah. And I'm reckoning if you're going to go to that effort to become a woman, probably a lot of them go to effort to be like a prettier woman. Yeah. You know? So no, I agree. They, trans trans women are inherently hotter than cis women. Yeah, probably. Well, I'm not saying inherently, but I'm I just am. saying if it, 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 I, it's just, a, just it's, a, it's a bottleneck. I was just reading the statistical <laughs> thing about how misleading small sample statistics can be that was specifically what it was small sample statistics yeah uh it, it comes up a lot in defensive gun use arguments you know like oh how many people use their gun to defend themselves it's like well there's not that many instances where people have a crime happen to them and they have a gun yeah and yeah they yeah use it like it's, it's misleading there's that anyway, one guy at church but yeah, yeah there's that one guy at church you know but anyway um but yeah she looks bad but I don't know if that's representative for the whole group. I've seen a lot of hot trannies. That's all I'll say. That's what I would say. You know, you ask me, I've seen a lot of hot women. I've been on the internet. I've seen a lot of hot trannies. You know, yeah. I, I can't tell you which one. But this one that was on Fox News looks like dog shit. And I don't, that does, you know, not to say that that has anything to do with her inherent value as a person. But it's. Yeah, know. well, I think it, the problem is less, uh, obviously, their natural born looks and more the fact that. You're going to be on national television. Like, do something. Well, I think money also affects your looks anyway. Like, poor people just look kind of grubby. 
Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're pissing so, off every corner <laughs> so just saying, of the population. Just saying, she looked, she lo- you can tell. She looks like she works part-time as a dog walker and can't afford skincare routines. And you don't need a skincare showers. routine. Just put, okay, put on a light, A, behind the computer, because right. like it was weirdly dark in there, too. Yeah, yeah. Put on the nicest shirt you have, which is not a hoodie, I guarantee you. Yeah. I don't care if it's a, a t-shirt would be better. You're gonna you're gonna go all the effort to pretend to be a woman, but you're not even gonna like own a dress. And even poor people can comb their hair. All right. right. Yeah, it's not hard. You could have showered before you came on set. Because because bad hair is not a poor person, rich person thing. Look at Boris Johnson. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't have like a trans friend that could have taught you makeup. Oh no, Jesus Christ! I'm pretty sure most of this person's friends left after being raped. So <laughs> or maybe we don't know. It's hard to say. Uh, but anyway, okay, but yeah, the whole thing is she's like, oh, and basically Fox News just kicked the shaver. And then the, our anti-work was like, who the fuck are these mods speaking on our behalf? You're, right. This isn't like a movement that has a leader. This is more of just a lot of people. It's where we come to complain. From, yeah, it's, it's a like the cause. It's like the it's like the bar where all the service industry people go after work. Yeah, and yeah. talk shit about bad tips. You know, yeah, like the, the bartender isn't the leader. Yeah, don't do that right yeah. like it yeah. Yeah. Anyway. if you if you own a coffee shop where all the commies are coming in and eating coffee and, and drinking scones and talking about the worker class problem just because you own that coffee shop doesn't mean you're the leader of the movement yeah unless you incidentally are but which could yeah. be the case well, just but, because uh, though, that's what i'm saying maybe you are yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah she could have been she could have been active but she was just a fucking grungy loser who happened to have created a subreddit that changed without her knowing it. Yeah. And Anyways. Yuck. Awesome. I but think it's yeah, awesome. Now they're hemorrhaging people. They went private. And then the mods finally came out and be like, okay. Like, everyone was pissed. Like, why the fuck are the mods doing any interviews? You don't represent us. And they're like, okay, so here's the thing. We actually have five more interviews that we already filmed. <laughs> and uh, they haven't been released yet. So just heads Really? Up. Wait, is that yeah. true? Yeah. They had done... This was just the first one that had released... But they were talking about how they'd done a slew of interviews. Yeah. Like, there's going to be a whole shit ton of these things coming out where a bunch of grungy leg beards and neck beards who basically live off of government food and scrub toilets once a month for a living, you know, are going to do an about how they're the future. So Cool. And it's funny because you, you see – so obviously there is something to this idea of like workers being mistreated in America. And of course Fox News finds a bad example of one of these people and puts them on a pedestal because it, it's a straw man, right, in a lot of ways. Yeah. And the same thing they did – they're doing that now with the uh, work truck rally thing, tying it back into that. There, as, as there is all this footage coming out of the truckers being idiots, there's also TikTok videos of people putting nails on the road where the trucks are going to be. Oh, and it's Jesus. like, and it's like, man, that's just going to like ruin some normal guy's day. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's put up in residences where trucks aren't even allowed to go. There's weight limits yeah. on the street. You're like, who's this for? You're like, like, I think it's funny. Don't get me wrong, but obviously yeah. it just makes, it makes the truckers look good, which is unfortunate because no, they we suck. Love it. But I, I think, and that that's, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory that she would have been paid off. If your whole gist is that you have no money and you hate work, then that sounds like someone who's eerily susceptible to bribes. But yeah. um, it's certainly our, our anti-work was sort of coming into the spotlight. People were noticing it. There was a lot more people like 
quitting in droves and like res- resigning and telling their bosses eat shit. I'm going to quit. Um, and they were really glorifying that. And I think they were coming in the spotlight. So it sounds like it's definitely a possibility that Fox News figured it out and game recognizes game and Bravo Fox News for yeah. just assassinating the fuck out of that movement. You know? Yeah. It's cool. I mean, there's also people coming up. Like, I saw a really cool article. Someone I follow on Twitter was in, featured in Business Insider, which mm-hmm. not the best uh, outlet, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, featured in Business Insider because he quit nursing because basically the situation was that he's getting paid like $30 an hour for the past two years of the pandemic has just been getting fucked, right? Like, um, having to... So, I, he was explaining in, the, in his video that he did that, like, Normally, if you have someone that was like a code blue, like a mm-hmm. had to be resuscitated, heart ta- heart attack, whatever, that that's your only patient is normal protocol because you have to be there twenty four seven with them for, for the t- at least for a while. And explaining how he would have like three of those at once, which is just insane. So and he's triple really getting pa- the normal amount. Yeah. yeah, and he's getting paid like thirty thirty five dollars an hour. And then the host people would quit because of all the stress, and the hospital would fill it in by bringing in travel nurses that would get paid two, three, four times that much, mm-hmm. but didn't know the hospital were having to be constantly trained, just adding more stress and like explaining how it was this awful cycle. And that then the hospitals and healthcare companies are framing it as the nurses not wanting to work. And then you even have the conservatives saying, Oh, we're the, there's a nursing shortage because they don't want to get vaccinated, which is just not true. Like there are obviously some, Oh, like they're trying to blame Biden and like, but it's not the problem. Mandates, yeah. The problem is that they're mistreating nurses and then trying to make it this other political issue anyway. So they don't want that story getting out. You know, they yeah. want to have it. Oh, it's just, it's just that unruly child. You know, so. no, and that's a prime example of like the whole movement as a whole is being like, hey, the, these companies will do everything but pay their fucking people. Yeah, like they would yeah. be happy paying temp people who are do a worse job four Way times the amount money. of money. Yeah, yeah. than just paying the people who know how to do the job because it would embolden them. Yeah, we're talking about you, Chris. You fuck. You fucking douche. You piece of shit. You're Scab. ruining good American lives. You actually are uh, anti-American. He is. Why don't you just storm the Capitol next time, you fucking He idiot. probably did. He was probably there the first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He probably killed Ashley Babbitt. That's facts. R.I.P. So, uh, <laughs> that's the state of America. I hope everyone's caught up to speed now. Because I know you idiots don't read the yeah. news or anything. You come yeah. here for that. Yeah. We, we gave it to you. So, just so you yeah. know. Just so you know. Get back to work. The movement is dead. It would yeah. be like as if, like, it would be like if, like, uh, Fox News was getting all antsy about this whole civil rights movement in the 60s. You know, and they're like, oh, God, the civil rights movement. There's Martin Luther King. There's all these people marching. What do we do? What do we do? They're doing the the bus strikes. What do we do? They're like, wait a minute. We've got some black Israelites. Let's get them over yeah. here. Let's interview <laughs> them so they can scream the N-word and talk about how they own America. That'll be good. Yeah. Do you know what we should do? We should link these people up. Let's get all these guys that don't want to work, that are mm-hmm. vaccinated. They mm-hmm. can make money selling their vaccine passports to the truckers. Oh, huh? that's fucking brilliant! Now we're now we're two two birds with one stone. Two birds with one stone. Maybe three birds. Maybe three. Maybe a third one that I'm pointing at Joe Biden. Let's go, Brandon. Oh yeah, that Brandon administration. <laughs> anyway, what are we doing? We're, 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 we're the Revelations podcast. Let's get started. Yeah, this is the Revelations podcast. I'm Grant. I'm Cole. And you're listening to episode 151, which is my favorite beverage, by chance. Um, nice. I don't think they make that anymore. I think it's illegal. 151? I mean, they make yeah, Everclear, right? I haven't seen it 
I mean, yeah, it's not illegal. Well, you but... live in Utah. They probably have. They probably don't allow. True. They yeah. <laughs> Those um, stupid fucks. Yeah, episode 151. We are back at it again in the Bible. Uh, I think we're just going to cover one chapter today of Isaiah. It's, it's a fun one. There's not much to this chapter, but I wanted to talk about it in depth. So, okay. Um, let's, let's and, do I, it then. and when I get to it, you'll know. Because what we're going to do, uh, let's just get to it and I'll explain when we get there. But. It's an yeah. interesting I, – I think – here's why I think it's so interesting. On its face, this isn't an interesting chapter. It means actually nothing. Yeah. The problem is is that there's a couple of verses that get referenced later and then with translations, mistranslations, and then the Roman Catholic Church and then fiction have become a fucking monster. So we'll, we'll talk about it, literally. With no further ado. Um so, it is chapter 14 of Isaiah that we're in today, and basically, it's about time that instead of just talking shit about the Israelites and how fucked they are and everything they did wrong, we're now going to talk about some of the famous heels of Bible history, right? Of uh, some of the folks that have been the bad guys, and God turning around and saying, all right, yes, I've beat the shit out of, the, of my Jews, my chosen people, but let's talk about you guys, right? Let's talk about specifically, in this case at least at the beginning, the Babylonians. Well, also touching on last episode and the episodes prior, there's been a very consistent theme yeah. of how do we reconcile the fact that we're God's chosen people in God's chosen nation who were defeated by just a couple of two nobodies, the Assyrians and the Babylonians, who not, not to say nobodies, they're big deal at their time, but yeah. they're not, they're not world conquerors. And then they both got defeated by the Persians, and then the Persians were like, okay, guys, we're just going to let you have Jerusalem because we actually don't give a shit. Yeah. You know? Like, so God's chosen people in God's chosen land are basically meaningless to the Persians. They're just like, yeah, man, here, we'll give you back Jerusalem as like yeah. a governorship. We don't care. You can have it back. You know, whatever. We're still the bosses, though. Yeah. You guys don't want to kill us all and take it? Like, no, we actually, we're fine. We're, we're well, going to fight over Greece. The Persians don't ever come up, right? They're not in this. Um, they're. I think. I don't know if they're in. They're kind of mentioned, at least the effects of the Persians. What do you mean? Well, it doesn't talk about. It talks about the Assyrians and the Babylonians, but we don't really talk about the actual Persians. I don't think. It. I, you might be true. I don't. I, I haven't really paid attention to that. I. I know we don't talk about the Persians. We're not talking about like oh, and then Cyrus the Great is going to show up and kick your ass. But it's like we're talking about the, the the whole point and the general theme. My point is is like the Assyrians destroyed Babylon, and here's the recurring theme is God being like, yeah, I use the Assyrians to punish the Jews, uh, because fuck the Jews, right? Yeah. Uh, but that did make the Assyrians think they're so big and bad. So I had to destroy them too. Like yeah. they don't, they have this arrogance on them that because they thought, because they killed so many Jews, they think they're better than the Jews. Ipso facto, they think they're better than the God of the Thank Jews. Thank God. Yeah. That their God is greater. When they don't realize because, I was using them. You know? Yeah. 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 Uh, it, yeah. It's like you had this mercenary that you paid to, I don't know, kill your own 
countries. I people. was gonna say, I was gonna say, it'd be like as if the CIA uh, trained the oh, Taliban, yeah. and then helped them destroy the World Trade Centers, and like all of a sudden the Taliban's like, oh, we beat America, and it's like, but it's America that was using you so we could get into a war in Iraq. Yeah. Now we're gonna. That actually is a perfect example. <laughs> so yeah, like, God's like, George Bush. Yeah, I'm sorry, I was on the line. You didn't get one over on us. You were yeah. our puppet the whole time. We and just then wanted we you. Killed you. You were just made as t- purposely to punish America. Yeah. But now that you've done that, we're gonna have to, you know, put you back in your place. Right, right, right. right. And what's Let's, in New York City? A know. lot of what's? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So anyway, <laughs> so anyway, uh-huh. so God's like, yeah, just because I used you guys to kill Jews doesn't mean you're better than me, God of the yeah. Jews. So I'm going to kill you too to just double you up. So that's that's a that's a common theme is God using foreign nations to destroy Israel and the Jews and the Israelites, and then getting pissed that the Babylonians and the Syrians have the gall to celebrate their win, and then him being like, you yeah. know, fuck you guys too. I'm killing you too now. When it's like, God, you're what's done this. Yeah, you, know? you shouldn't have been celebrating on those roofs in Jersey. All right? oh, no. That was okay. too far. So so let's get into it. Now, we have been talking recently about this chosen, the Messiah, right, coming back. Um, arguably Jesus or not. Who knows what the fuck it's supposed to be. But this great person is supposed to be coming back. So now we're we're kind of in a, a turning point where we're not we're not hammering the Israelites and Jews anymore. We're we're talking about how God is still going to be merciful to him. And that's how 14 opens, right? It says, The Lord will have compassion on Jacob. Once again, he will choose Israel and will settle them in their own land, right? So they've been punished. God God turned his back on them for turning their back on him, mm. you know, dubiously. I don't know about that. And now he's <laughs> like, I'm going to restore you, right? I still, you know what? At the end of the day, you guys are my people, you know? I like I like how even the Bible is like I'm gonna mean I'm gonna restore you know a portion of you in yeah. a shadow of your former nation as provincial governors of land that God gave you you know like God gave you this land but now you can kind of only own it with our permission you know yeah it, it'd be like as if God gave you like the God given right to bear arms and then like you're but you're technically under a government it's like well you know sometimes. Yeah. And so he says, you know, basically what's going to happen is they're going to go back. Foreigners are going to join them. Nations will, um, nations will like basically send the Jews back to their homeland. Um, and then the Jews will be in charge. It says Israel will take possession of the nations and make them male and female servants, which I think is kind of a given. Mm-hmm. Um, you could just say servants, right? I don't know. Sex slaves. Uh, yeah. He's going to make, make servants in the Lord's land. They will make captives of their captors and rule over their oppressors. So the tables are going to turn, right? That's the yeah. promise. Doesn't ever happen, but yeah, it's I gonna. don't think Persia's like, yeah. Guess what, Israel? Now you own Babylon. Persia owns everybody. Now here's a question that I want to bring up, and we're about to get into specifically what God's fury is going to do to the Babylonians. But the Persian Empire comes, right? Eventually, it gets wiped out, I guess, by time and Greeks and Romans. Um. I think and then I the think, middle I think the Macedonians destroy the Persians and then the Romans destroy the Macedonians. Sure. Whatever. So eventually it kind of all crumbles. The next empire to come around is the Ottoman, I would say, in the region, which is largely up north. 
And really, this area that had all of the Israelite oppressors does kind of become like a political cultural backwater for a while, right? Like, um, there isn't really a power out of there for a long time. They are kind of laid low, which is interesting. If you think about it, like as far as Israel throughout history, never becomes like. Well, no, I'm talking about the like Moab, Babylon, all these places, Babylon, right? So Iraq mm-hmm. becomes a, a you know nothing uh, up into I modern times. Don't know, and here's what I'll say: my knowledge of history from like 500 AD to like 1500 AD is pretty scant. Okay. So I don't know what was going on in that time. I know that there was a lot of rich, wealthy African, Egyptian, and Middle Eastern kings at that time, sultans and things like that. I don't really know what they were doing or how important they were. I think history as we know it is very Eurocentric. Eurocentric. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I still I know think more that about, though... I know more about backwater Germanic tribes that were doing fuck all, but, uh, yeah. you know, in the Roman Empire's collapse. But I'm sure for I, I think when we say that, like, Jerusalem, Iraq, and maybe this goes to your point. Like, when we talk about Jerusalem, Iraq, Middle East, Turkey, those kinds of things of, like, like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Is because it doesn't, like, if they were so important, we probably would, they, they would have kicked Rome's ass. They would have conquered england and what i don't know like we would know about they would have they would have populated america and we would know who the fuck they are but yeah so not too late effectively they're not an important place yeah um so that's that's i I don't know i think it's one of those things that's worth mentioning because it kind of throws a uh wrench into our whole like oh well this doesn't happen because in a way it does right like they that stops becoming such a uh important place in the world and it's weird to look it's weird to even talk about the world in those terms like uh again it's kind of eurocentric like because there's stuff happening all over right there's china is and japan are having these big marvelous empires this time and uh central america right and completely missing again because of the eurocentro is that like the incans and the aztecs like mesoamerican empires were huge and they had yeah and 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 inventing math and shit you know like so so it's silly to even uh, but in the in the to the extent the Incans at one that, time had a larger empire than the Romans, and no one knows. yeah. But to the extent that for a long time the Middle East was kind of like the center of what was going on, um, in terms of like I mean that's where civilization came from in a lot of ways, right? Um, people, uh, uh, yeah. First, I mean, because I think Africa is where humanity started. I quotes. think you could argue that. Through basically conquest, um, you had a lot of empires springing up, right? Yeah. Uh, but separated by geography, such that by the time they kind of uh, fermented and technology advanced to the point where they could then take their civilization other places, yeah. That Rome, the Persians, the Middle East, their culture, what kind of fermented out you know the greeks of course yeah that whole the mediterranean i guess i'll say that the the cultures that were born from the mediterranean became powerful enough that they could just start moving out and kicking the shit of other people and when that eventually becomes the roman catholic church which then eventually becomes like you know england france spain germany yeah yeah those kind of big deals that when they started like all right we're going to belgium we're going to start killing everyone we find you know like like we're going to we're going to america we're going to start killing everything we find that 
that's why that culture becomes so much more prevalent in modern society and is therefore more important. So I, it, I, there was a lot of cultures springing up. Us knowing about the Persians, the Greeks, and the Romans is just because after time, those guys got to warships and literature and yeah yeah all these things that made them yeah. easy to, to to learn about their history true yeah so i don't know whatever and, that, and that's that's a very simplified version again i'm not totally up on what happens between there's there, there's a thousand years of history that i don't i don't know i just never cared yeah about, so so i'll digress uh let's get into god talking about, or isaiah talking about um what's going to happen to these other kingdoms so it says on that day on the day the lord gives you relief from your suffering and turmoil and from the harsh labor forced on you, you will take up this taunt against the King of Babylon. And then it enters into like a section just talking about all the bad shit that's going to happen to Babylon. Uh, the oppressor is going to come to the end. Um, you know, God's going to strike them down with unceasing blows. It's going to be awful um, it- with the end result of the lands returning to peace, which also not ringing any bells for me. Yeah, uh, I mean, but again, I, I'm assume it seemed it must have seemed important to the Jews to be like, yeah, Babylon thought they were so fucking big because they kicked our ass, and obviously they enslaved us, so obviously they're a big deal to us. Yeah, but you know, but like, yeah, now Babylon's going to be destroyed, and it's like, I don't know. As far as history goes, it's not like the Babylons were. I don't think about them ever. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Like, like they're. It, it, it's you know talk. It's it'd be like uh, giving a speech about your high school bully and like oh well now his life sucks and like his kids hate him and all this stuff. It's yeah. like man, no one needs to hear. Like it's like you're not even that important. I don't give a shit about your yeah. bully. <laughs> I'm I'm happy for you, I guess, that you won. But like, uh, it's not news. You know, don't yeah. <laughs> don't call it um, a paper. But the important thing to know as we go forward is that the central theme of this chapter is Babylon thought they were so big and bad. And they're being brought low. Yes. True. This is a message to the king. You thought you were such hot shit. God's going to lay you low. He's going to kick your ass. Um, um, it gets into some really fun stuff when it starts talking about exactly what their demise is going to look like. Uh, and by that, I mean, it's talking about the underrealm, kind of, right? The underworld. Verse? Where are you at? Uh, starting at verse nine. Yeah. So the realm of the dead below is all astir to meet you at your coming. I like that verse. That's pretty kick ass, right? Yep. Um, basically, that like the the all the people that came before you that are dead now are chomping at the bit to like have you down in hell with them. Um, you know, it's rous- it says it's rousing the spirits of the departed to greet you, all those who were leaders in the world. So basically, you're destined for nothingness just like them. You're going to become you know lost to the fucking uh, to history. My book, uh, verse 10, they shall all speak and say to you, have you also become weak as we have you become like us? Your pomp is brought down to shoal and the sound of your string instruments. The maggots is spread under you and the worms cover you. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's badass. So yeah, as you know, you thought you were this king of the world, but just like every other king that lived and died and became nothing, uh, so shall you. Hell yeah. Um, and again, there's some truth to that, right? That is basically what happened to the Babylonians. Um, I like, like you just the, said, well, who are I, they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, also, I don't know. I guess, I guess the fact that we're reading this book 
I, yeah. I think, and I, who knows? Uh, who, you know, there's no way to know what would have happened. But Christianity, I think, really elevated Judaism as being yeah. a much more and successful that's religion. I, that's something I wanted to talk about today is is like Christian Zionism and how that sort of changes the way. Even uh, you know, we're obviously not practicing Christians, but we're affected by Christian Zionism and this idea that the Israelites are so important, yada yada yada, because of the way that Christians are like fetishized, I guess, Jews in a way. Uh, a little bit, but like, yeah, I mean, it's not like uh, that's not not to take away from like Islam and other. I think I think Islam's more popular than Christianity, really, if you go by the numbers. Um, not anymore, but it has been uh, at some points. I think wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. I don't keep track though. of that shit, but. But my, my point is, is like, meaning, but I also think it's because so many people are like Christians, you know. I guess I'm, I guess I'm fact checking myself because I'm like, yeah, the Babylonians, like, who the fuck cares? I was like, yeah, although we are kind of reading about it, it does. I mean, it's the fact that it's still part of our culture is another yeah. reason that it, that is that is a point in the corner of the fact that we decided to do a Bible podcast, right? Yeah, I guess. Um, but anyway, so moving on, verse twelve. My yep. Bible calls this the fall of Lucifer, and it's a little controversial. How are you fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How are you cut down to the ground, you who weakened the nations? For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high, yet you shall be brought down to Sheol, to the lowest depths of the pit. So the morning star is, is who is... Uh, is that what yours says, morning star? Morning star, son of the dawn. And yeah. so you're saying that refers to Satan? Well, let's get into that. Okay, so I'm curious. The re- this is a very important verse because in the... Old Testament to the Jews, this verse doesn't really mean much, and there might be some controversy, but the context is obvious that they're talking about the king of Babylon, and they're referencing the morning star. Yeah. The morning star actually means something, and they're literally talking about the star of the morning, which is to say Venus. So Venus is a bright star right at the dawn. It is the, the quote-unquote morning star. When you, you could see it, it starts as a very bright star, but you can't see it at night. It is eclipsed by the, by the Earth, the horizon, and then it basically comes right above the horizon, is reflecting the, uh, the, the sun. It's not an actual star. It's like a... Yeah. So it looks like very bright, like the moon, but it's actually Venus. And it's brighter than all the other stars as a result, and it's larger. And then as the sun comes up, it disappears. It just gets drowned out by the sun's light. Yeah, yeah. That is the morning star. It is, and we'll, we'll kind of come to it, like why Lucifer becomes it, and then why in later books they start calling it back to the morning star. But this is mentioned, I guess, in the book of Luke. I haven't read those books. I haven't read the New Testament. I don't know anything about it. But yeah. I was reading about, like, where does the word Lucifer come from? And the word Lucifer is the Roman Latin interpretation of the term morning star. Lumis, surfer, I guess, is a, is a merging of the two words, light bringer. 
There's another god called Noctifer, which means dark bringer. But these are remnants of sort of like Roman and Greek gods. Yeah. The Lucifer, the morning star, is a deity that is the son of Aurora, which is the dawn. Okay. So the whole point, and this is kind of what I'm trying to get to, is that at the time there was Sumerian and actually Babylonian mythology based on the concept of the morning star. They didn't know what the fuck it was. They didn't know it was Venus, per se. Yeah. But they they saw this bright star that comes above the horizon. It's dark. And then as the day breaks, it ceases to exist. Okay. So it created a very common myth, parable, that exists across multiple cultures, including, I think, Roman ones, of the okay. idea of a god who tries to fight a larger, bigger god and sit on the mount on the throne of the larger god and then that god knocks him down and they have to descend into the underworld fascinating but that's sumerian logic and that's babylonian logic there there's a lot of uh, i guess mythology you know so the point is is that it's kind of they're when there's they're basically referring to the king of babylon as that that he was bright he was strong enough to conquer and destroy israel and by trying to, like, basically put himself above the Jewish god, he was cast down and sentenced into hell. So they're referring to the king of Babylon and calling him, quote-unquote, a morning star. Okay. It won't be later until Christianity comes up that the book of Luke is starting to create this mythology, like, oh, no, no, they're not talking about the king of Babylon. They're talking about literally Satan ball the grand oppressor the snake the adam even they're basically trying to mix those things together and be like no no that they were talking about an angel at that point there's no mention of it but they're like yeah by the way we pigeonholed this weird story of an angel who tried to fight god and got sentenced to hell yeah it's interesting my uh concordance specifically says about 14 verse 12 lucifer the day star a title truly belonging to christ the bright and morning star, and therefore hereafter to be assumed by the Antichrist. Which that doesn't make any sense. Why is that a yeah. therefore? Well, that's 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 why I only wanted us to do one chapter today. There's so much to talk about, right? So, yeah. in Luke, they talk about Satan, and I don't know. I didn't read Luke ten. I didn't want spoilers. But the distance is that they're like trying to say, no, no, no. He's talking about the morning star, which was a term for Satan who yeah. attempted to overthrow God and sit on his throne and was cast down to hell. When that verses were being converted into Roman or Latin, they had a word already for morning star, and it was Lucifer or a, okay. a combination of those words. So that's where the term Lucifer comes from. That's it yeah. They're was, like, oh, we'll just use, we'll yeah, fill it in with this. We've got a God already that does, that is the morning star. We'll just use him. And the story of the morning star was pretty commonplace that a lot of different cultures had created a similar story about the morning star trying to overthrow God and being cast down to hell. You know, okay. different God, different hell. In fact, the uh, there's a similar story way prior to this of uh, one of the sons of Baal trying to overthrow Baal on his mountain. And I think Baal it's Baal, but down. yeah. Baal? Baal? Whatever yeah. the fuck. Baal, whatever. Was- oh, there's two A's and a little high. Whatever the fuck I'm talking about. But, but you know, <laughs> Sumerian god Baal being cast down to hell. And there's an, another story that's not part of this Bible, but it's about El doing the exact same thing. 
Okay. Sleeping on a different mountain because Bale and L had two different mountains that they basically resided on, Mount Sinai versus wherever the fuck Bale was from, you know, and having people trying to overtake their throne. Because back when gods just lived on the top of a single mountain. Yeah. And they're like, which oh, is what I would do if I was a god. Yeah, yeah. And then being cast down. So. Yeah. Being everywhere sounds fucking. Ugh, exhausting. And then around 500 AD, when the Roman Catholic Church is really taken off, you had all these like monks and biblical scholars at the time who have nothing to do all day long. And they're like, what about this Morningstar character? Can we just say he's the same as Satan? You know. And they started having like, there's a lot of texts of them trying to figure out who the fuck it is. And are you familiar with like SCP? Yeah. Uh, Secure, contain, protect, whatever. Yeah. Like how it's like a collective fiction. Where all these people yeah. are like coming up with stories, but they have basically similar. They they all know who each other's characters are. I think it's also similar to like maybe um. Oh God, Lovecraftian horror. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Of where like have, existential stuff. Yeah, well, you have a lot of people writing within the same shared fictional universe, right? Yeah. So every now and then, I like to get on their wiki and just read a few pages. It's fun. Yeah, apparently, uh, Missy says the same thing. But my point is, like, she's right. <laughs> my point is, I think the Roman Catholic Church was doing basically the same thing. Where they're all, they got nothing to do all day. They're pouring over these texts and they're trying to basically create additional stories from it. And they're jerking each other off. We're like, well, maybe Satan fell before the creation of humanity. And they're like, no, no, no. He fell during the seventh century, whatever. But the point is, this is the first real verse that starts to set up that paradigm of Satan as a fallen angel. And that he was originally Lucifer, the morning star. And gets cast out and becomes "quote unquote" Satan, and that's not even like you're, you're talking about a schism between Gregorian, yeah, you know. Versus, it's funny to see this and know that this is the origin of some of that, and think that then people still take it pretty fucking seriously. Yeah, and it's obviously not referring to an angel. It's talking yeah. about the king of Babylon. But then yeah. you add Paradise Lost, and then you add Netflix, and now who the fuck knows? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's funny to see how it evolves. And again, that uh, you know, I guess the the Christian argument would be that oh well, metaphor can mean two things, right? Like it was talking about the King of Babylon, but it also is an illusion and a foreshadowing for what's going to happen with the Satan guy, yeah. which is obviously silly, but. That's yeah. probably what they would chapters say. Chapters and chapters and chapters of just talking about how kings thought they were so fucking big and bad because they killed the Jews and then God smashing them down. And yeah. then here comes the one about the Babylonians with the exact same verse and timber. And they're like, oh, yeah, but by the way, for no reason whatsoever, these people reference Satan, an angel, and all this backstory and all this stuff, but they don't imply it or even talk about it. And it's very clearly a reference to other stories that existed at the same time. Yeah. That they're now applying to the king of Babylon. And it won't be until Luke mentions it in passing and kind of tries to retcon it and change it. And then it isn't until it gets converted into Latin. And then it isn't until a bunch of guys in 500 AD are like, well, let's see if we can like create more mythos around this character. you know, like, And then that becomes Lex. Yeah, we need to build the lore a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, then, you know, and then now, now he's going down to Georgia and playing fiddle contests. I really love the Devil's Ark. Yeah. So. At some point when we get, like, because the devil is in the New Testament. Apparently. Um, like, he literally appears and, like, tempts Jesus, right? I'm sure you've heard of that story, at least. And he looks like Obama, right? Yeah, he is. No, that's the Antichrist. That's that's the devil 2.0. There's 2. a 0. different 
the Antichrist was like I, I I saw that the the controversy, but that was the Antichrist was Obama. Does, wait, does Jesus meet Satan and the Antichrist, and those are two different dudes? No, the Antichrist is like out of Revelations, um, oh. and is is he's called some fucking weird shit, and it also is never. There's nothing. The words Antichrist never appear in the Bible or anything like that. It's more of just a uh, like assumptions are made. It's like. Again, Paradise Lost and the Left Behind series and all this fan fiction bullshit starts to creep into reality. Things like the Antichrist, where there is a guy that's talked about, and I would describe the Book of Revelations as being very like James Joycey. Like it seems, it's a bad trip. Like it doesn't make sense. Um, and so you can kind of put whatever you want onto it, right? You can be like, oh, well, this is about that, and that's about this, and but it's all metaphor, and it's talking about weird beasts with the heads of eight lions and, you know, all weird fucking body parts and shit. And, and they're, they're really like, oh, talking well, about, uh, they're obviously talking about Obama. Ukraine there. And it's like, <laughs> okay. So I think that, uh, yeah, that's, that's the problem is that it's, it's just, you can put whatever you want onto it. Once you get to that point, I think, hmm. um, which is fun. Right. But yeah, the point is, is that when they say morning star, it's very clear that they're talking about the King of Babylon. Yes. That's not even yes. debatable. Like, there, there's some people that will take it so far as be like, yeah, they're talking about the King of Babylon, and then for no reason, in the middle of the chapter, they start talking about Satan. And then for no reason, after they finish talking about Satan, they just go right back to talking about the King of Babylon, as if it wasn't a continuous... The author's just a goof, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, no, it's very clearly talking about the King of Babylon, it's very clearly referencing stories that existed at that time about a very common parable about the Morning Star thinking it's better than the sun or whatever. Yeah. Um, and getting fucked over for it, you know. And even that whole, like, oh, well, you're going to be welcomed down to hell because you thought you were better than God, that's a very key theme of the story of the Morning Star in, like, Sumerian and Babylonian mythology. Got so. it. So, yeah, again, once again... um, the Bible, the Torah, whatever you want to call it, really clashing up with its neighboring mythologies, you know, yeah. and, and borrowing things and, and yeah. just well, generally. Yeah, and then, you know, they're the, and then getting sort of retconned in the New Testament and then getting yeah. borrowed and merged when it gets converted to Latin by the Romans. And then getting Yeah, oh, this is what it was talking about, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah so it's fun. So. There's not much. I mean, the rest of the – we can read the rest of the chapter a little bit, but um, that's definitely the most fun part, right? We don't even need to read the rest of the chapter. This episode's running long, but that's that's it. That's the whole rest of the chapter. It's like, by the way, Babylon is going to be destroyed. I'm going to destroy them. Nothing's ever going to live there. Uh, yeah. For, well, yeah. So verse 16 all the way through 27 is just talking about how bad things are going to be for the Babylonians. You know, your land's going to get turned into swamps. Uh, I will sweep her with the broom of destruction. Sweet. Just, nice. you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run through you real quick. Uh, it, it changes tack again at uh, verse 28, and it switches from the Babylonians to the Philistines who as far as I'm aware aren't even fucking around anymore right Why are they still here didn't uh, David I, like kill them all uh David killed a lot I think they're I think they still exist and when Assyria was destroying the northern tribes and I think when Babylon destroyed the northern tribes there were there there's a couple of verses where like Assyria captures a town from Israel and like some Philistines move in you know, gotcha. And it's like so. I, I don't think they exist as like a nation with like a standing army or any threat, but there's still a people that exist. There's a couple of them. There's enough of them around that we can like be like, oh yeah, we yeah. don't forget about your ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 
okay so that's the that's the rest of it um uh the philistines only get us uh what like five verses this it says this prophecy came during the year of king ahaz died and then isaiah goes on to say don't rejoice philistines that the rod that struck you is broken referring to israel of course right so like oh the jews are down you think that you won you think you outlasted us no 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 and sure enough uh we're going to basically melt you literally Yeah, sorry, Philistines. You think that just because your Jewish slave masters are temporarily out of the fight, you think you're okay? No, we're coming back. <laughs> yeah, we're coming yeah. to, you better, you better keep picking that whatever. Exists yeah, whatever it is that yeah, they don't, would don't, pick you better that. not slack off. I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that is it. That's chapter fourteen. Um, we'll probably knock out a bigger chunk next week, right? I feel like it's like the Jews were like an angry, drunk dad, and the Philistines are like that stepson. He's like, you better fucking clean. I want this house spotless when I go back. I'm going out for cigarettes. I'll be right back. He goes out for cigarettes, gets arrested for a DUI, right? Comes back two months later. He's like, this house better be fucking spotless. Spotless. I'm coming right back. Yeah. that's uh, We, we have a lot of drunk dad analogies, but it's usually because <laughs> it holds up. Yeah. I mean, tale as old as time. Yeah. More than the Morning um, Star. Yeah. I was I was thinking that we were getting close to the halfway point of this book, but no. There's a uh, 66 fucking chapters in here. Jesus. Uh, what a book. Well, I'm I'm curious what else the fuck we could even prophesy about. I'm running out. <laughs> oh, you mean like yeah. Isaiah? Oh, you thought we were like halfway through Isaiah? Yeah, Isaiah. Yeah, is for some reason I thought it was like long. 40. I thought it was like 40 chapters. It's 66. I, and I think uh like just like kind of checking through it. I, I think maybe we take a week off and just read the whole rest of the book and then do yeah. like a double banger. I don't know. We'll see how it feels. Cause I, I, I scamming, scanning through it. It seems like a lot of it is kind of like how we felt when we were doing like Proverbs and Psalm. I'm like, yeah, I got it. It's yeah. we, we want to cover what the book's about, but I'm not going to do chapter after chapter after chapter of how the Assyrians suck now. Yeah, if, if it gets too boring, then obviously we'll cut it out. No problem. I'm sure you don't want to listen. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Precisely. Um, okay, well, anything else about uh, Chapter 14 before we call it? Uh, no, I'm good. But yeah. I almost wanted to like get into like um, one of these days. I, I'm interested to see when we get to Luke. I don't know when the fuck that's going to ever happen. Maybe we'll be dead. Yeah. Um, hopefully. Ugh. Um, it'd be interesting to talk about. It was an interesting ride talking about like how the the mythology of Satan is covered. We we've only scratched the surface of like a quote unquote interesting character, you know. And I yeah. didn't want to get too much into like New Testament conversion, you know, a versioning of like what Lucifer is. And I, don't, I still don't really know it, but yeah, there's it, still there'll be plenty of time for that. It, uh, it's funny to think that this is the origin story, you know. I, I was thinking about a, I was watching Dogma a while yeah. ago, but you know when um. When the angels, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, are talking about um, that little loophole to get back into heaven, proving God wrong, you know? Yeah. And that's the whole premise of the movie, you know? And they're like, you're talking like the morning star. You, you think you can tell God what to do, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, this? This little, <laughs> this little piece this right here? This guy right here? <laughs> you based your whole there, – there are people – screaming and, and 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 terrified and talking about how like so so when you when a when a youth pastor blows a kid and snorts meth off his dick this is who he's blaming <laughs> i mean when, yeah 
when, it, when, a, when a Republican senator fucks eight guys in an airport bathroom, this is this is why these these few verses. I it's good know. to have a guy to blame. It's good to have a guy to blame, but I like done better. So uh, if you don't already, you can follow us on Twitter now. The Revelations P at a Revelations P, the letter P. Uh, a lot of good content going up. We went viral a little oh, bit. God. I knew you were going to mention it. I, I, I like. I was at a party. I was like, "Hey, we went viral," and then people sk- sk- scoffed. <laughs> 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 they, they giggled. They're like, "Jesus Christ!" Four hundred <laughs> likes. I was like, "Hey, I'm not gonna we're t- going to the top." I'm not going to tell anyone what it is. You got to follow us and go find it yourself. Yeah. It's yeah. a good one, though. Yeah. Um, if you also, you can email us at revelationspodcast at gmail.com. Send us uh, your thoughts. Maybe uh, maybe ask us if we'll let you on the podcast for feeling generous. Yeah, maybe. We're thinking Good. about getting some really ugly poor people on and yeah. just fucking over America. Yeah. I don't know if them being ugly matters since we're kind of a not a very we'll visual make it, format. We'll, no, we'll bring it up. We'll describe them. Like That's, that's going to be quite – like question number one is um, – so what, what what's your plans for America? And what do you think we can do better? And then question two is like, what is your fucking like? Do you have what like is, a what is wrong like a, with your face? Do you like do you have like some kind of weird form of Down syndrome or something like that? I've never yeah. heard about. Is your dad your uncle? <laughs> <laughs> That'll stop the civil rights movement. What?